The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Savage Garden once said, I knew I loved you before I met you. And Michael Bublé said, I just haven't met you yet. (laughs) But now that we have met, I hope we both find what we are looking for on this incredible journey we are about to embark. Just like that, ah! and just like that, we are back. Like the girls of Sex in the City, exactly we like them. Back, Kira, welcome along to the Real Pod's Real Recap of Married at First Sight Australia. My name's Jane Yee, joined by Alex Casey, Duncan Grieve. We are your experts mm-hmm. behind the mic. Who's everyone? Who's John? Who's oh yeah okay so like we are we, we oh, yeah. are ex- experting the experts even I mean who's well, I John guess Duncan Duncan's got to be John because uh, gender norms do, 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 I, gender norms. I feel like you're John am I John I'm I, I John. want to be the um you want to be the new lady the, the, Alessandra yeah I want to be Alessandra you're not though no I think Alex is Alessandra really yeah wow. That's the yeah. nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. <laughs> Duncan, you're definitely Mel. Yeah. Uh, when when we opened the show, before the music, you would have heard there uh, some amazing vowels. Savage Garden once said. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Quoting Savage Garden back to back with Michael Bublé. Completely so earnestly. Completely earnestly. And to an American who probably never heard Savage Garden. No, Certainly think, not to that level. I think they were huge. Really? Yeah. Anyway, it's just, it's just encapsulates. We could do a whole episode on Savage Garden. <laughs> we, and we should on, yeah. at some point. Um, it just encapsulates what I love about this show is just... People who look and seem like they're completely normal, but there's just something just slightly off. You can't put your finger on it. And they get together and get married, having never met before. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's just, it feels like it's become as Australian as like test match cricket or, uh, you know, like it's just part of this. It's, It's almost like you can imagine hundreds of thousands of people growing up and go, one day. About this thing that objectively must wreck your life. Yeah. It's really beautiful. I was watching it and I was kind of that sort of thing about something's off with all these people. And I became convinced, particularly Holly and Andrew, that they're actors. But then Joe reminded me, he's like, no, this is just, this is people now who have watched maths for Mm. however many years now? Could it be Mm. 10? Like, and they're just like playing into the, Mm. the characters and they know exactly what they're doing. And we benefit. 
as an audience. They just like they do the damn thing. I, th- I also think you, you know you, you're hearing a little bit more of the producers in conversation now and the artistry with which it's made and set up. They just know what they're doing. Mm. They're in the prime of their mm. their working lives, and they mm. just you know it feels like this is the this is their masterpiece, and they are just pouring everything into it, and it's just. It's just beautifully made now. To that point, we could have gone the whole season with without knowing that Brent has a, a phobia. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that could have happened is that Tamara could never have gotten wind of it. But clearly, she's been fed that information. You Cinderella, know, let's do the Cinderella. Yeah, let's do the Cinderella. <laughs> when when ever done? Yeah. Also, Tamara, you don't happen to have any weird toes, do you? <laughs> I mean, I think that's how she got matched with him. Yeah. It's like we've got one contestant who's got a fake toenail. Let's put, let's put him with the guy. Next him to him, the they just had pictures of the feet, not the women. <laughs> <laughs> they were just going through, like, who's got the weirdest one? <laughs> anyway, we're going to go through couple by couple. By the way, uh, we do have another kind of version of this podcast, which is called The Real Pod, um, that comes out usually on a Tuesday. And that's, I don't know, us just having a guess about some other stuff. But we like to dedicate ourselves when we are recapping a show, which is why you've got this pop-up version of the show. And we do invite you to tell your mates. And anyone, anyone, you know, who's watching this show, we'd like you to be part of this conversation. Because six hours is not enough. It's not yeah. enough. So you, you, all you want to do is just wallow in it. Well, for the whole time it's on. It's, this, defi- this, this it's definitely the are. kind of show that once you've watched an episode, you're like, I need to talk to someone about this. Mm. And, and we're those people, if you've got no mates especially. <laughs> oh, anyway, you'll find us on um, on Facebook. We've got a, a little group there you can go and join, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. And we're also on Instagram under the uh, Spinoff Podcast Network. Let's get to the first wedding. Anthony Insulin. She reminds me, she's like a cross for me between Whitney Houston and Miley Cyrus. Oh, I was thinking Bex, last season Bex. Oh, okay, yeah. In body and soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yes. I, I for, had forgotten so many. I need to tell you about what happened after I watched this, this week's episodes, what we did and then what I realised. But anyway... That's a tease for the end of the show. Uh, Anthony Insulin. So she um, she was referred to as one of the older contestants coming in at 32, 32 years old. <laughs> Just had it, really. It's, good. it's important for representation <laughs> to show geriatric people on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a two-and-a-half-year-old boy called Roman. Uh, she was previously married. He betrayed her in the worst way possible. I'm curious to know what that is. What I mean, is that? I don't know. With your, with your mum? Oh, my God. With your dad? I think that's almost better. It is almost better. You're right. (laughs) Um, And uh, and she lives with her mum and dad, speaking of, and uh, is Turkish. That's that's what we know about her to begin with. Anthony is 38. He is a father. He he has a little girl called Gabby who's on the spectrum. He wants to find the love of his life. He's an old-school romantic. He's a gentleman and a bro wrestler. Um, how how have pro wrestlers gone for us on this show? Not historically? well, not well, beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, seems seems like two lovely people. What could possibly go wrong? You know, absolutely perfect match made in heaven. No further questions. <laughs> <laughs> the, the crazy thing is, like, like it starts off. They 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 do spend a lot of time building out his character as this. He's obviously like. Handsome, nice, etc. But there is they they definitely build up a kind of 
a line between old school gentleman and believes in gen- traditional gender roles so much might be a misogynist type thing. And so Lynn seems seems great, and and you're sort of like worried about what will happen there. And then there's that just extraordinary swing that that mm. happens at the end, and you're like, yeah, it's that it, it's a it's very good. Um, the the structuring of of their story arc is amazing. Yeah. Okay. So for the actual wedding itself, did you guys notice that? Both the aunties had broken, had broken, like broken arms. arms. What's going on? What was going on with that? It, it, well, I have a conspiracy theory. <laughs> so, did you notice that Anthony, his whole underarm is tattooed jet black? Like jet black, the whole underside of his do you, arm. Do you think that he hit his I cover think up. they've all got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've all got it and they're covering it up. For reasons of... yet to be revealed. Illuminati, sort of. <laughs> if you look at it under a blue light, something comes up. Um, it was so distracting. It yeah. was so distracting. <laughs> not the not the uh, not the first very distracting guest at a wedding. Mm. Sorry, not the last. Um, but anyway, we'll get to we'll get to Levi. Um, he cracked some good dad jokes in his vows. You know, they talked about the fact they're parents straight away, which is mm. great. Just get that out there. Um, full full discussion, names, ages, everything, which is just normal before you get married, isn't it? <laughs> and just, it just everyone had a um, a lovely time. I liked when he said, you're looking at a father, a husband, a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In that order. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I reckon wrestler first. What wrestler? Like a wrestler is always a wrestler first. Surely. I feel like you have to say I'm a wrestler before you say I'm a father. It's like more important. That is. It's <laughs> definitely. Yeah. It's, 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 less, more... it's less common. It feels like mm. it, it's more instructive. Anyone can be a father, but being a wrestler takes dedication. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice the weird way they cut their cake? At the no. Okay. Another weird way. I know. <laughs> For a start. The cake cutting has just been diabolical <laughs> uh, for this season, but they they just they just shaved a bit off the side, like they didn't do a cut. They just kind of like shaved. It wasn't even a wedge. It was like a it was ah. like a circle. Almost. Maybe they wanted to. Maybe they had a second wedding for the day and wanted to you know take it Turn around. around. Yeah, great idea. Yeah, very economical. So, so they cut the cake the way that Tamara and Brent will later cut the cheese. As oh, we I, saw didn't, the honey I didn't notice. Yes. That's quite interesting. Did they do that that way too? They did do it that way. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a whole uh, maybe, story. Right? Tamara was, was just like, what, what is this strange animal in front of me? I did zone out for bits, so you may have to fill me in on some of these bits. Okay. And I, I also zoned out for a really key bit, but I did not zone out for any of the tension between Ella There's, and Mitch. But then we'll get there. Okay. okay. Are we doing the honeymoon? Like, yeah, we just okay. do it couple by couple. Uh, belly dance was great because there's no music, you know, and so they're all, and everyone gets up, everyone, so the four people who are there get up to dance along and um, to no music, which is just is wonderful. Uh, there was probably music added in post, but, of course, none on the actual on the actual recording. Um, she stated in her vows she wanted a gentleman, right? She was like, I want you to pull out my chair for me or something. Or, yeah. Well, she was talking she about that in the moment. She didn't say, I want you to feed me kiwi fruit <laughs> with a fork. It's just trying to be cute, <laughs> you know? I, well, how would you respond to, to that? If I was really into someone, I would I would be fine with it. If I didn't like someone, I wouldn't be fine right. with it. So I, it's, think, it's, I think that's the tell, right? It's, all the, it's, <laughs> the, it's the context of, of who it is, you know? But there was something about the way that he was doing that seemed off, and maybe it was her body language, or maybe it's just the 
the fact that his gentlemanliness sort of feels like it spills over into just like quite an overbearing, I'll just control the entire environment, thanks. Mm. I think he's just like pulling out some tropes, which is not, you know, it just makes it feel like he's like ticking off a sheet of like how to be a gentleman. But also I think what he was wearing would have uh, would have played a big factor in that. Oh, the you don't like He's wearing the, the, the large the large armhole singlet with like neon yeah neon graphics and then baggy track pants that mm-hmm. were like baggy around the crotch but not in a cool way in a kind of a, a well 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 worn way and I just think when you're you know there's lint on those, those proportions <laughs> as a as a man that like it's probably hard to get a singlet with you, you can't have one with small armholes when you've got giant arms. No, but this know? is kind of like real like way 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 giant armholes. I don't know. It was just it was a very it's hot. It was what kind of hot. Like temperature wise, sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it was a really interesting choice for the first morning of your honeymoon. Let's talk about the clash. <laughs> okay, okay, the clash. Okay, so what is a jaffle and what is a toasty? Wait, the, the, wait, wait, the wait, 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 wait. The pottery class. Oh, the pottery class. Oh, the pottery, yeah. pottery class. Okay, yeah, that's where it all began. The clay. <laughs> the clay on clay. You put clay on my face, I put clay on your face. That's fun, <laughs> as Anthony said. <laughs> was it? Well, slight difference in yeah. the way the clay was applied. He yes. should have gone for the arm, is what he should have done. Like yeah. He should have gone back, if he, if he really insisted, he should have gone for the arm. What he did was put clay in her mouth and eyes. And hair. <laughs> and hair. But she also had said, that's enough now, no more, no more, no more. Like, we've done the little fun thing. I feel like you're going to come back at me and put it all over my face. I'm telling you now that that's not what I want and that this is not going to end well. Yeah. As soon as she said that, I knew... He was going to do it, and it was going to be bad. Counterpoint: He's a professional wrestler, you know. <laughs> that you don't just oh, have one move and yeah, then you do a move back, true. and be like, "That's a great match," you know. It's true. It's and, true. And also, <laughs> he probably just saw it as a challenge. You know, she was shit talking him, and he was like, "I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you who's clay boss." The thing is, he should not have done that. But then her reaction was just enormous and seemed to be like borderline cr- like they, they, mm. they, they're just they keep revealing they're unpeeling the onion and every layer is, is more pungent and unpleasant than the last I also like that it revealed for her this kind of switch in the performance like particularly when they kind of seem to drop the cameras on the table and sort of film her going like off yeah. Off oh, yeah. the grid, sort of going, oh, that's going to make me look terrible. Now I look like a big sook or whatever. Yeah. You could see a producer, producer in a puffer vest. Always yeah. a great, yeah. great thing yeah. to have in, in the shot. Is there, ever, is there a producer who doesn't have a puffer vest? When you go to producer school, do you graduate and that's you get given get. a puffer vest? Yeah. Golden puffer vest. <laughs> in a bum bag. <laughs> so then the, then there's Jaffle, Jaffle versus Toast. They're, the, they're, they're synonyms, right? Or is just one? They're, they're close enough. Um, Jaffles, by definition, are like, Old school toasted sandwich maker type, yeah. clamped at the edges. Which is the, what that Love thing that. was, I think right? that's what they had. Well, yeah. well you can get you can get ones. I couldn't quite see. You can get ones that have got that, that are kind of open, like a they didn't more look like open. a grill. But they, if they if they're like the iron ones mm. that clamp shut, then yeah, that's a jaffle. That's a jaffle. Jaffle. She just, I mean, but again, like you've said <laughs> twice now, if she'd liked him, she'd be like, you know. Yeah. But it'd been a fun, playful little kind of you, you say mm. tomato, I say tomato. As it was, she was like, no, whatever the thing you're doing, that's the bad wrong yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like, she, she's got the ick. She's big. She's got the ick. She's got the ick. And now every little thing that yeah. he does, she's going to blow up as like, you know, 
that's not what real men do. Like she's just picking things because she wants to get out or she wants to push him away. Yeah, it's the ick. It's but the ick. Can't come back from the ick. But he did. He did have a big sock in the car. He had a big oh, sock, a sock in the sock. car. But she is just like radiating contempt. Yeah. And then the off camera, like you're gonna have a big cry tomorrow. I know. What was that? It came out quite a lot, right? Like, yeah. he, he, mm. I think, uh, yeah. So this is something she didn't say on camera, but he repeated for the cameras, saying that she'd she'd mentioned this when you're on when you're on camera, you'll probably have a big cry. Um, I mean, that's she's f- like. There's so many references, I guess, to being very aware of production for her. Mm. She knows how it, how it plays out. So, um, can you tell me what exactly happened in the fight at the end? Because that was one of the bits where I zoned out. I I zoned out. As well. Why I did just I wrote Anthony out? Storms Away. Because it was written in the stars. <laughs> you know, it was always going to happen. How are you doing, Princess? That was another question that was, was asked of him. Like, she, she, it feels like she is spending the off-camera time goading him mm. so that mm-hmm. he's in a particular emotional place when they are shooting the mm. scenes that he's not, you know, that he comes off the worst for it and um she should be a producer truly she's yeah yeah. very skilled (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely the thing is i think by the end of it you're like you're both being super unpleasant to each other you're clearly ill matched this is just not this is this is just unpleasant to watch you in the same like and it feels irrecoverable and that's fine you know Mm. because we've got three absolute all-time take it to the bankers so far which is um great um, I also have a couple swap, a couple swap suggestion already. Mm. Assuming that Anthony packing his bags is him leaving. He's absolutely not leaving. He'll be back. You reckon? Yeah. Holly and Anthony, but Michael Bublé, Savage Garden. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. How about that. He's got a daughter. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Okay. I see it. Just... I see it. He'll be back. He, he's 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 the Hayden. You know, Al, Al, I say Al, I mean New Zealand's Hayden from uh, from Married at First Sight New Zealand who stormed off pretty early on on Bell and then came back. That's right. Uh, and, and he was and also under a really similar circumstances, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Not, so, not quite so goaded, but. Uh, certainly, certainly vibing uh, a similar, similar way. Okay, um, our next couple, uh, great. Tamara and Brent. Um, she was extremely unlikable mm-hmm. uh, at the wedding. Huge, Massive, massive turnaround for her in this first week. But, I, you know, like, credit to Brent. Like, I think that I mean, he was so, you know, when, when she was really just destroying him with the, with the knife play at the um, thing, like, he always seemed to have this idea of this as being this kind of comically OTT thing that he would just go along for the mm. ride with, which I think is likely why we got the reveal of her actually being this, like, sweet goof once she kind of got down yeah. off this kind of freaked out precipice type thing. Yeah. I mean, I think the wedding day must be just crazy for them, right? She's got quite a long list of expectations, including clean fingernails and a nicely pressed suit. His suit, his wedding outfit was deplorable. Big jacket, eh? It was so Big long. long it was so long. He <laughs> looked like one of the Queen's guards. It was, <laughs> it was, it was like a slightly off white, and then I just, it was Aww. huge double-breasted number, and it, I don't know. It was, I liked it. <laughs> I really like Brent. Brent. I love him. He's so great. He might be my favourite person on the show. Is like a just. You're just a wonderful, wonderful yeah. person. Yeah, and what an interesting like backstory, like kind of Dubai oh, success. What is and his job? I'm sorry. What is his job? Picture of him with a parrot. I don't know. He's like I do. Hosp- I'm in hospitality. 
you know, do everything, photography, videography. <laughs> like, what is, what is it? What does that I mean? She's in, I think he's in marketing. It's very confusing. It's but a anyway. promoter. Like, I think there's, there's a real kind of porous border there. The, the thing is, he physically scanned, like, another kind of juice head, going to mm. be an asshole yeah. guy. And you, so you keep waiting for that reveal and it just doesn't come. No. Even his foot phobia, which in the wrong hands could be, like, such an unpleasant kind of pompous characteristic on him, it's just adorable. But when he's wrapping the pillow around his head, yeah. he's had to get away from the foot. <laughs> Yeah, it's not quite the same as like Gonzo's um, phobia of any other colour eye apart from blue, (laughs) (laughs) which played out real badly from last season. Anyway, but um, we have to talk about Levi before we go any further. Maybe we need a new like sub podcast that's just talking about Levi. So Levi was the best. Was he the best man? He was the best man. Best mate. I think he was the only man. I think they did. They have. They had like a double date. They had a double date. They just had one each, didn't they? We all wrote in our notes different responses to Levi. Should we just read them out? Sure. I wrote, I love Levi, the best man, lol. He looks like John Mayer. (laughs) Uh, I have got best man, cutest guy of the lot, lol. (laughs) Why do we write lol to ourselves in our own notes? Because it's not really lol, is it? It's just like like deadly serious. (laughs) I've just got Prince, best man, Levi is babe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and all of those things are true. Um, where was this guy? Where was this guy when they were taking applications, you know? It's it's madness. It's madness. He's got to be shacked up, though. But it's just, it's also like, he's a, it's even his handsomeness is kind of low-key and cool. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, like, Mitch is, Mitch looks like Patrick Swayze, a young Patrick Swayze. And it's it's just so full on, but it's a, like a bit much. Mm. I mean, even though like we'll talk about much because he's <laughs> maybe the best human alive. <laughs> yes, but 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 Levi is just it's just so casual. Like his hair is just, just sort of there, but it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely. It feels like a, a, an achievable hotness. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah, see, it's, it's yeah, not intimidating. Can, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And he was also not afraid to, you know, call out tomorrow on a bullshit. Yeah. But he's really... only working in a toy store, you know, all of that stuff. Oh, yeah, his, his values are right, but then he's just, but he's just so restrained with it, you know, like he doesn't, <laughs> he, he, there was ample opportunity for both Brent and Levi to really have a go to war and have the whole mm. thing melt down then, but they're both just so chill. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, I want to just be mates with those two. Same. No, that's not yeah. true. I want no. to sleep with Levi <laughs> <laughs> and be mates with Brent. <laughs> And that's honesty, boss. <laughs> uh, what else happened? The toy store conversation was, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. And, and as you say, Levi went in on behalf of all humanity. What a mm. guy. What a man. Give him the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> um, but well, what do you make of her take that uh, someone working in a toy store not ambitious? I would love to marry someone who worked at a toy store. <laughs> my, one of my favourite stores. And the whole world is Toyko. Like, like, I go there without children. <laughs> like, a toy store is heaven. Also, toy stores sell all sorts of, you know, board games and yeah. stuff now. You can get a really good discount. Puzzles. I think it's an absolute asset to a relationship. <laughs> I, I Christmas, mean, you know, God. Yeah. Christmas, <laughs> you know, God. <laughs> Are you talking about Santa? I'm talking about, uh, yeah, Santa. Yeah. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Hell of a guy. Um, yeah, yeah toys, a, toys worked out pretty well for him. 
right? He's turning a good racket. Bloody uh, good. You know, just because you're working at a toy store doesn't mean you don't have ambitions. I think it's the business model of being Santa Claus. It's terrible. Huge outgoings. <laughs> You know, you get what you get some whiskey, you get a little bit of a cookie. You, you get know? a lot of leaves. Oh, I don't even though. say that. Yeah, you do. You get <laughs> you of leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got heaps of uh, workers as well to do, do That's most true, of the hard But hardware. how are you paying for them? I don't know what the employment relationship is like there. Uh, okay. Oh, dear. Um, she also has a go on about how to use a knife and fork. There's, of course, the knife fight. I think that's fair. You know, she's just trying to, like, if you use your big fork to eat your small meal, then you're forced to eat your big meal with the small fork. It's going to look crazy. She's just trying to be helpful. She also had a problem with which hand he was holding it in. Yeah. I, I mean, sure. I mean, Counterpoint, <laughs> he does say he works in hospitality, you know? Mm. Yeah, but that shows he's the big boss. Right. Well, he's not laying the tables. He's so he's, yeah. he's, or he's a maverick. He's, 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 he's directing the video show. <laughs> At the dinner, the famous <laughs> restaurant video. Um. The main, the main thing is obviously that that he hands her a knife the wrong way, and she can't possibly be expected to flip it around. Has <laughs> the, the enormous problem, shame. The of, problem is the technique. You got to go in with the point and then cut down. You can't try and, and use pressure, downwards yeah, pressure, and, and that's on her, right? It's on both of them. Mm. I was screaming at the television. <laughs> point the knife. I've only very recently learned how to cut things properly. A tomato, for example. Mm. Um, but I wondered, you've both cut wedding cakes in your time, mm. correct? Well, mm. no. no. Well, we had like a cheesecake, as in oh. a cake made of cheeses. Oh, classic. <laughs> saved, saved on that. And did you cut? Well, yeah, kind of. Did you go for like a cheese wedge? Yeah. Okay. Okay, what's your question? Well, no, I was just wondering, like, did you think about it in advance? Was it like something that you were... I, I used to work at a, a company where um where everyone got a birthday cake on their birthday mm. and you Don't we th- currently oh, I didn't get one. Just oh. saying. I'm just I mean I just put it. I didn't get one. Oh so everyone but you. Everyone but me. Everyone but me. So in right. this company. So this, ho- this oh, whole is, podcast this has been so you br- could bring that up, pretty, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Did you brief well, you've been briefing Alex for this question. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. okay. It's the whole reason we're doing this this uh, this pop up podcast. Is Happy so <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! There's you nothing coming in. Doing the long hair <laughs> oh, no. is my favourite thing in the world. And you've done I'll like never five stop. times. And that's and better, that's than, better a cake, than a cake, isn't it? It really is. Anyway, well, I, I did a lot of witnessing of how cakes were cut, and so when it came to my wedding, I knew exactly knew what exactly I was what doing. Do. Okay. Exactly what I was doing. Tip in first, <laughs> which is <laughs> a good rule. I don't think there's any other way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so um, Brent, reverse Brent's a funny guy. He calls her a psychopath and says she's a bit of a dick, and they kind of edit it to make it sound like he's uh, – but he's kind of like – I reckon when he, he loves it. I reckon when he said she's a bit of a dick, he's doing it in the Australian way where I like it. She's a bit of a dick, you know. Yeah. But yeah. they they kind of cut off uh, the stuff. Around I think it. I think in the when they're teasing it, sure. But in the actual context, you're like he is having fun with it. Yeah. Mm. Um, she was up screaming at three forty five uh, in the morning on the honeymoon. Sat bolt upright and said, "There's someone here." Um, How good was the like? I'm assuming recreation of her scream because yeah. I don't think they'd mic them all through the night, no, right? No, I but I not. wonder who done it. <laughs> who is the little the production assistant? They were like, "Can you just quickly do a scream? <laughs> Can you just do a scream off camera?" <laughs> I mean, I hope it went that way, and it wasn't just some sort of like 
you know, sound library scream. Oh, yeah. I'd hope so too. I feel like the Married at First Sight people would reproduce that on the spot. I think so. Mm. I think they're committed. Committed to authenticity. Um, she woke up and said, there's someone here. Yeah. Well, no, she didn't wake up. She she was sad. She was having night horrors. Night mm. Terrifying. Mm. Yeah. For your first night together. But good to know that, that what he's in for. And then she shoved her feet in his face. And he, what a champion. Yeah. As someone who's phobic of vomit, if someone came at me with a pile <laughs> of vomit, I would not have a lull and slither out of bed and, and giggle about it on the floor. To, to be both phobic but also have a sense of humour about the ridiculousness of your phobia. Very good. Mm. <sighs> what a great person. Mm. Um, the kiss was, the kiss didn't land. It was a funny time and they both took it really, really well. So the honest egg box came out. He got a free, free question and he said, can I kiss my bride? But it wasn't really a romantic moment, right? Have you ever been asked for permission for a kiss? I have. I don't think I have. I don't think I have. I have, but it was in a moment where it was like it was kind of a given. Like it was a romantic, the right. heads were already close. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And so it was part of the thing. It wasn't just a, we sat on the floor with the bright lights on. The camera going there. Th- like, camera there. Yeah, talking, th- <laughs> talking through some like real intense stuff. Um, can I have a kiss? Anyway, she. I mean, she gave him one. She definitely, mm. she said yes. It wasn't like she was anti. It just wasn't probably the right moment. It was awkward, but it was cute. That's the thing. And, yeah. and everything about them is awkward yeah. but cute, you yeah. know? Okay, quickly, Jack and Domenica are perfect. Um, perfect. 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 Italians. Italians, doggy lovers. Um, Vegetarians. Doggy in a suit. Doggy in a suit. Doggy in a suit. She's got that adorable snaggle tooth that I love, and he's just delightful. And, and the only problem is I think that we're going to find out that they're either closely related or yeah. brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a few cases of uh, dating or siblings going on in this um in, in this show. But mm. anyway, yeah, this is definitely one of them. He reminded me a lot of Jez from Peep Show. Yes. Gone straight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's huge, Jez. Jez a G. So her big thing is that she has been married previously um, and she left that marriage after two months. So she'd been with the guy for a while, left him after two months, did that classic thing of getting married when she knew she probably shouldn't have. Which she's not the only one in this season who did that. Everything about these two is... Basically, great. Uh, they saw a birth. They saw a birth. Yuck! No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down that is the most wholesome fucking thing I've I ever know. seen. Oh. Adored the birth. I think it really was a moment for them, though. Yeah. Alex. I know it was gross when there was bits of umbilical cord hanging down yeah. the, the mother. It was like, <laughs> was it yellow? Like, it was, oh, yellow no, was, that was the cool. That was like the the sack that the the. Does the sack come out? Oh, it's a pop. Pop and come out. Not the placenta. That doesn't fall to the floor. <laughs> Great reference. Um, it does eventually, but I think it was still in sheep because we could see the umbilical hanging out at one point. <laughs> no, but the yellow stuff is the, the oh, you know, know. Babies, babies are in a bubble of amniotic fluid. That's what that was. Don't, don't know. <laughs> don't know. Don't, don't care. Well, not I that I don't care. Them. I'm just glad that... <laughs> Jesus know. or Santa or whoever it is, like, sorted that out so that it happens. Mm. I don't need to know the science behind it. Some babies are born in the ultimate present, like a born stool in their bubble. It's amazing. You should look up pictures on the internet. I'll terrify you with them soon. Anyway, oh. I love that moment between the two Same. of them. I thought it was amazing. There is a cosmic nature to them. There was the thing where she was like, I have M, 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 yeah. M and he was like, oh, well, I live in Mills Point. 
and my last name, name is Miller. Miller. No, no. First of all, he went. Oh, I don't know where that could be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure, but yeah, only the place he lives and his surname. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, and then she said, I'm psycho. I'm sorry, yeah, my psycho predictions. Uh, She's got great little turns of phrase. Yeah. She has to be with another wog. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they were, the producer was like, you know, were you, were you intimate last night? And she was, you know, did you have a nice time? And she was like, is he a good route? <laughs> and then said, I don't want to be a crude, I don't want to be crude about it. But yeah. yes, we had a lovely time. <laughs> She's so, She's so great. great. The Bogan princess. Yeah. I like what she says. That shits me. <laughs> Such a good Australian thing. Oh, um, shits me. <laughs> her biggest insecurity is that uh, that she'll fail. And his mm. is that someone will cut and run. There was a little bit of tension about that. She thought he was she, he was aiming his insecurity at her. He wasn't. They sorted it out. Their conflict resolution was great. I have high hopes for these guys. Real high hopes. But what was good is they had a nice little like, fiery Italian. Oh, yeah. Fiery Italian moment yeah. that then dissipated. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have a quick break. When we come back, we will be talking about Ella and Mitch, uh, Andrew and Holly and Selena and Cody. Back soon. Hi, I'm Brian Crump, host of Sci-Fi Sci-Fact, a new RNZ podcast in which we take some of science fiction's strangest ideas and explore if they could really happen. With the help of scientists from New Zealand's McDiamond Institute, we'll look at all your favourite science fiction characters, from Wolverine to Rumpelstiltskin, Doctor Who to Luke Skywalker. You can find Sci-Fi Sci-Fact on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you get your podcasts from. When you choose to invest, your money has power. Avoiding companies that finance weapons production or ignore climate change is important. But impact investing goes beyond just avoiding harmful behaviours. It's an opportunity to invest in companies that are actually improving the world. Invest in a better future with the Harbour Sustainable Impact Fund. Grow your wealth and make a positive impact on the world. This is not personalised advice, a disclaimer and the product disclosure statement for Harbour Investment Funds issued by Harbour Asset Management is available at harbourasset.co.nz. All right, Andrew and Holly. Andrew is Texan, a motivational speaker, and he is a personal trainer and he's manifesting a motherly type. He's got a five-year-old and he's been married twice. Holly is a cinema manager, never thought she'd hit this ripe old age of 36 without having a husband and a baby. She's this year's Jules. Remember Jules? Jules and Cam? Yeah. Yeah, she's Jules. She really wants a baby. Except for Jules, but a bit weirder. Um, she, she, The judges acknowledge that she's unique and unusual, and she is also a manifester. Like, she is manifesting. Board. She is. I've never seen so much manifesting in one person. I think she's fake. I think this is my, I think she's not real. Am I just being too judgmental? I just think she's so strange. And she's, the way she speaks is so actory. Yeah. Unless she's actually cinema manager means, you know, part-time actress. Right. Right. But either she is a part-time actor or she is employed by the show to be a character, but I don't know what purpose she's serving. Once you really? see, you cannot unsee. I don't no, I buy I buy her. She's it's like she's reading lines. She doesn't talk like a I don't want to say normal person. She's very um measured. Very measured. So she is kind of like, even when she's joking, like her her jokes are dry. Like she's delivering really dry lines. Mm. (laughs) And she did the Savage Garden vows, which feels like 
But she wasn't joking. Almost too good. Right? Oh, no, she wasn't joking. She wasn't joking. Yeah. But could she just be produced into doing some terrible stuff? It's like, you know, like the the Savage Garden line. Like you could, if you were just writing it yourself, you'd be like, should I? And you'd be like, no, 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 no. But if there's a producer saying, oh yeah, that's lovely. That's great. Yeah. Um, then... <laughs> or the producer gives you this, gives you the song, and says, listen to this line. This is a great. Oh, no. She she loved that song. <laughs> yeah. you know. I love that song. Yeah. Um, who was it that said? Usually I have two feelings at a time, but right now I'm having six. <laughs> so it's one of them. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, how did I not catch that? I think it was Andrew. Yeah, so it sounds I, like something. It sounds like something he'd say. Maybe they're both just so uh, the, the motivational that language of like manifestation and motivation and all that just makes you talk like a different. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that, I think that they they just come from. There's a particular thread of our society now that is just really up on that kind of woo woo stuff, and and I think you would naturally put those two together. It also is absolutely a group that would believe in the kind of cosmic nature of love, and that maybe they were meant to be on a show like this. And yeah, I feel like mm. I just kind of buy all that aspect of it. Um, Andrew in, initially just seems so. Great. And even the like the kind of is he or isn't he a, a gun-toting Trump supporter <laughs> thing, the fact that there's that huge wave of relief that she feels and we feel on her behalf mm-hmm. when that reveals. So the again, a similar thing to the whiplash on Selin is that is that when he just reveals as just this kind of sex monster, <laughs> oh, yeah. I know I have the right equipment and I know how to use it. Yeah. Like just he says such <laughs> It's not, it's because it's not real. I firmly believe they both got lines. (laughs) One thing I found really odd was before they'd had any sex, they had a bath together. Mm. Oh, my God. And he just, like, is like, I'm chill about... He's got, I've got a surprise for you or something. And then... It's my schlong. (laughs) He derived and she just... Was sitting, sat in the bath looking at it, and no big. And then they just sat in the bath next to each other. And yeah, was, that's also quite. That was real weird. Something's off. I don't know. I smell a rat. Okay. And even even down to like anyone who's capable of saying, you know, we were when we were intimate, you weren't physically there, which is quite, quite funny because that <laughs> can't literally can't possibly be true. Um, and that I'm entitled to that and all that. And then the next day comes back just contrite in a very kind of you know measured and, and appropriate way. You're like, mm. how, how do you be both those things? I think Acting when Okay, I'm with, I'm with it. I'm, Honestly, I'm shipping your theory. When he said that I have, I've had one night stands that were more intimate, no one would say something that mean. No. It seems so... It's unnecessary. It's so bizarre. Anyways, there's something going on. But there. also, he said one night stands with people who are more into him than she was. And to be... Well, that's, duh. Not, that's not the point. That's the point of a one night stand, isn't it? It's like, like you got to like, leave it all on the floor. Yeah. You're not doing it again. It's like, it's primal. <laughs> it's like the one time you can do you can do and be whoever you want to be without any kind of other stuff attached to it. Like, you can be your wildest sex monster if you want to and then <laughs> and never have to see that person ever again. Mm. So he's just, he's not doing the maths on it. He says that sex is very important to him and um, I'm entitled to that. Entitled it, was, it sounded really badly. Okay. What I think he means is like I'm entitled to, to have sex as an important thing to me. Like I'm entitled mm. for it to be an important thing, but it just sounded like I'm entitled yeah. to sex, the kind of sex that I yeah, want. Yeah, and then he said if I wanted to just insult. get off, I could just do that by myself. 
He's just it's too much. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll monitor that. Okay. <laughs> Selena and Cody. Um, this is sad. Oh, this is horrible. Oh, no. I hate it. Um, so Selena and Cody. Uh, she's a hairdresser. Her parents had an arranged marriage. They want her to marry rich. She wants to go and marry at first sight. He is a swim coach and professional trainer, loves adventure, loves wearing togs as his underwear to the wedding. And she's, I mean, I love Selena. She's, she's so great. adorable. She's great. I can imagine she might feel like a lot when you get married to her because she's just on one. Mm. But, yeah. you know, as soon as you get past that, if you're like a Brent type who's like, okay, this is quite a stressy situation, I'll just give it a minute. Yeah. But it's like, because then she's basically lovely and great and yeah. she's beautiful and all the rest of it. She's and doing that classic thing she's nervy and she's yeah, talking a lot she's smiling a lot and she's happy with who she's married so yeah. she's like smiling up at him. I mean we've had grooms who've had bigger problems with brides who are just like uh, ice queens like you mm. know you can't have it always you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, he says he's funny too much and he's worried she's going to dive in quickly but it's like it's married at first sight. <laughs> you are literally Mate. marrying the it. person <laughs> and <laughs> said she's smiling all the time he was smiling constantly also. Lucas, I think he's got veneers. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to show them off. Just asking questions. <laughs> Just asking the question. Uh, and it's fine if you've got veneers. But if, you know, if there is real taste, yeah. congratulations. I mean, and maybe he went into somewhere and was like, hey, Lumino, I'm doing, I'm going to be on Married at First Sight. Hook me up with some veneers and I will give them Smile. X amount of... Airtime. Oh, yeah, never yeah. ever <laughs> stop grinning. But but he also has a kind of an adrenaline terrified grin. Yeah. Like, mm. you know, so, someone laughs a bit long or inappropriately, you sort of join in, yeah. but it's not a real one. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they have a, they don't have a reception, they just had a dinner with the two of them. Little too intimate. I think they could have done with some buffers there. Mm. This whole dynamic of how they meet and how they first spend time together without their families, like on one level, it reduces the pressure of the the sort of judgment and the friends meeting and all that stuff. On another, it's like the pressure of the first time you're on to, on TV, the whole mm. the whole bit, you're just there and it's basically just you. It's a, such a different dynamic this mm-hmm. season. I kind of feel like it's improved. The, yeah, there's just the the weddings have less clutter. It's just like yeah. you're all in on them. Yeah, yeah. Um, the honeymoon box was not great. Very much a hark back to Melissa and Gonzo for this one. Like even the way they were sitting, everything. And uh, the question that came that, that set everything off was, "Are you attracted to me?" She said she's attracted to him. He said he is. It's a, it's a tricky one. Uh, he's struggling with a sexual attraction. His Schlong is not coordinating with his head. Don't say don't say, don't say Schlong. You can say it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but he you could just... not have done it worse. <laughs> the response was just excruciating. So what's a better way to do this? Experts? Well, almost any other way. <laughs> just 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 say that you know you're beautiful. I'm just not yeah. feeling chemistry at, at the moment, but we'll give it time. Yeah, but, but also back on you, you like, it takes me a while. Yeah, it yeah. takes me a while. That I'm, I'm a cold fish. Yeah, you know. You know. And but also, I've got beautiful teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <them. laughs> and so if you want to discount, <laughs> Cody yeah. 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, there's there's many other, there are lots of ways to skin a cat. Without just one. making your partner feel like absolute yeah. hell yeah. on camera and then just have to sit with that for who knows how long. Yeah, and and the massage was just hilarious oh, no. but awful. I mean, especially when it was contrasted with Ella and Mitch. Oh, oh my no. God. What an edit. Um, Amazing. This, just, he was basically doing a sports massage. 
you know, he's a swim coach. He probably does sports, man. He, she was like, he knows a lot about muscle groups. But he was, but all he was looking at her was a collection of muscle groups <laughs> with this sort of yep. skin and bikini over the yep. top. He's like, I've just got to work my way through. And it's like, that could be kind of a hot thing if you don't, if you weren't just like <laughs> such a weird detached presence in this uh, transaction. Watch this space. They're, they're definitely not doomed, but we'll see what happens. Okay, Andrew, not Andrew and Holly, sorry. Um, what's face? Ella, Ella and Mitch. I've saved, I've duffed it. I've saved the match. best. I've saved the best for last, and now we're running short on time. But Ella is a beautician. She's been single for nine years. Mitch reminds me of Ben Blackwell from a New Zealand season wow. of Married at First Sight. I find him very hard to get past. Um, he's got very much eighties eighties movie star mm. slash pop star vibes. Mm. Um, the earrings. Divine. The earrings are a really strong look. Yeah. So really, it's a decision, you know. Um, and he is, he's, says he's cynical. He's not into festies or nightclubs. He's sort of my perfect guy. <laughs> <laughs> I also but, not into festies <laughs> and nightclubs. But we must admit that the Mitch that we met was not the Mitch that we know now. And no. I think the first, that first episode, he seemed like he could be a lot of different things. He's, you know, he he's he feels quite detached. The way that he talks about like struggling to meet women seems completely in, implausible. Or, or maybe he's tried particular methods. I don't know. The whole thing has an unreality to it, and he feels very much like your archetypal horrible person who is just trying to do the bare minimum of pretending to be nice to get on the show. To, to have that initial wedding thing and then we'll start to reveal themselves as like a monster who's just going to dominate the screen and it doesn't work out like that. You know, I think the thing is I didn't find him attractive at all to begin with. Like I was like, they were going on about how he's the most attractive guy and I was thought, oh, maybe in person because I know a lot of times, mm. you know, you see the people in person and it's like a whole different thing and so maybe he's got this aura about him and now I'm in love with him and think he's the hottest <laughs> man that's ever walked this earth apart from Levi. Okay, so, you know, definitely, I think wedding days, also, they don't necessarily look like, you know, like it's a a whole, yeah, it's a whole different thing. But um, I think I've just jumped into the Mitch camp when he got down on one knee and proposed to her at the wedding and said, from the moment I met you, I knew I'd marry you. I mean, it's hack. But it's Everyone true. Does that. But it's true. From the moment I met you, I knew I'd marry I know, you. It's like a maths classic. That's a joke. A million times. If it were only that, sure. But it's joined up with his all his goofball stuff. It's the goofball and the nudity. Oh, and the yeah. nudity. Yeah. <laughs> Nude goofball, super hot. And the fact he asked for someone short, which. I love. As a short person, <laughs> thank you very much. They did a lot of smelling of each other. There's definitely a pheromone situation going on. True. Um, that's, uh, I think, responsible for the like the intense, intense chemistry. And there was a, I mean, the whole thing oozes sex. There was the sexy yeah. oyster edit of the of their dinner. They like their first kiss was like a proper. Yeah. Like at the table it was just the two of them. When she proper, moved across yeah. the table. Mm-hmm. And she, but she has a three date role. I don't think she got to the three dates in the end. But it didn't seem like it. She really wants to jump his bones. They're both getting towy. I mean, they... they is that an Australian? Yeah, yeah it is. Another, a real, another great one. Real famous one. Uh, runs through a beautiful romantic bath, puts on her bikini, and <laughs> still... How is... Why is that... How was something which is objectively just super <laughs> weird, just crazy hot when he does it? Yes, yeah. I, this is the thing. It's madness. And then he gets in the bath... 
And hands her the bikinis <laughs> on it. It was like puts it on her face or something. Like, it's just so it's odd. It's so delightfully odd. Like, uh, so many people use humour in awkward situations to kind of diffuse it. And somehow it just makes it sexier with him. I just don't <laughs> understand. And her, she's the same. Like, I just mm. don't understand. Did he say your skin's hot, your wig's hot? When he was your messaging wig? He was messaging you. He was like, your skin's that. hot. I rewound it twice to she try and hear it. I think I wasn't sure if she's got like extensions and she's having a lull or right. if I just completely misheard <laughs> it's it. It's just so funny. When he said hi to the neighbour. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> the, the, the like um, handstand push-ups oh, the, ba- the, the handstand oh, push-ups. The like, I laughed out loud. Like adorable. They had lovely sex. Obviously it was very great. <laughs> and that, it's just so comfortable being naked. It's amazing. Like, it's it's so funny. Slipped into it like her doing her makeup, him like up to naked hijinks like, in the really shower. Really confident it. on a slippery surface doing all of that. Extremely yeah. confident. We've, we've seen those ads. Yeah. You know where the guy slips out yeah. of the yeah, shower. Yeah, Zach from Shaw yeah, Street. Yeah, also true. does um, what does he do? Ribbon, ribbon, yeah, ribbon, like ribbon pink, dancing. Pink style ribbon dancing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what you came to this podcast for. Okay. Anyway, that is uh, that is week one of Married at First Sight Australia. It is out at midday. It's going to be Sunday to Wednesday from from next week onwards. Um, it's out on on three now, midday, and then it goes on the terrestrial television at like seven thirty at night or something. Anyway, we watch it. You should watch it. You're watching it. Otherwise, why are you be listening to this? Tell all your mates. Tell your friends. Thanks, Ti, here for recording and for actually watching the show, so you could understand what we're talking about. Um, thanks, everyone listening. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Duncan. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, the producer of Married at First Sight Australia, for making another masterpiece. I'm so excited. Hey, while you're, while you're here, just rate and review us too. Thanks on Spotify and Apple. Bye. Talo for Lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-Off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. Kia ora e te iwi. Te Ahe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.